Cheers. 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 <laughs> hey. It wasn't our best. Or yeah. should I say, Sauji. That's how you say oh. it in Portugal, which is yes. what we're tasting from tonight. Perfect. Oh. Yay. Welcome to our Wednesday Wine Podcast. We are four girls with eight wines in front of us for tasting. Oh, my Lord. Because <laughs> since when do we follow the rules? Never. Never. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're normally uh, three ladies who are transplants to the South, but our fourth is also a transplant to the South, and we also bonded over wine. So I feel like it still rolls. So each week, we bring two wines minimum to smell, taste, and talk about. The wines we pick are going to be under $15. That's how we've classified a Wednesday wine. Affordable, easy to drink, easy to sip. Um, Yeah, I mean, I just love a Wednesday wine. I don't know. Who doesn't? I also enjoy yeah. Wednesday wine on a Saturday. I pretty much like them on any day that ends in a Y. Mm. I'm mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. There for it. Um, I just want to say that none of us are sommeliers. We just like <clears throat> drinking and learning about the wine we're drinking. And uh, we use resources anyone else can use. Wine Folly, Wikipedia, um, tasting notes from the vineyards, uh, from the distributors, even from the places that we bought it. So random yeah. reviewers. Mhm. Sometimes, sometimes they're <laughs> a little more spot on than the the winery. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um so you can follow us on Instagram we're three girls six wines. That's the number 3 and the number 6 and we'll post the wines that we're tasting uh so you can see some pictures of them and get a feel for what we're doing. If you're not listening to the full podcast, shame on you. Uh, feel free to DM us any questions you have or wines or varietals that you want reviewed. And do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. Hey, did it. Woo. I'm Yasmeen, wine drinker by night, engineer by day, and still homeowner. However, the ant problem has resolved itself. So cheers to that. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I am Tiffany. Uh, I love to cook. I love to bake. I love to entertain. And I love redoing my house because of a faulty septic system. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Super fun. We're going to have to get the details on that later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. I'm Candice, mommy of two and a DIYer. Although I haven't been able to do much, I had family who actually we haven't seen in almost two years. Thanks, COVID. Thank you, COVID. Um, But they flew into town and I cleaned and organized my house so they didn't. I think we lived in a total mess. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And our special guest. Hi. (laughs) Hi, everyone. So happy to be here. You are. I am. Nonsam Sam. (laughs) Inspired from previous episodes. I was listening. I was like, oh, I'm going to call myself Nonsam Sam. Um, I like it. I'm another transplant to the South. I am an expert wine drinker, novice wine taster. I like it. <laughs> Perfect. Man, that's a really good intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Uh, well, well now that we got all that fun stuff out of the way, um, I'm going to set down my wine because I really just want to drink a lot of it. It's fine. And <laughs> that's what we're here for. <laughs> I know. Yes. But I want to I wanna first talk about Portugal. So um, the reason we're tasting Portugal today is for my undying love of Vino Verde. And if you listened to our previous episode where I thought I brought a Vino Verde and I did not, this is kind of like a redemption podcast, but I think I'm going to sneak in a pure Vino Verde podcast. Ooh. Everyone we'll see. just, yeah. 
we'll see. <laughs> it was hard enough trying to find. Yes. Well, if we so Total Wine has a huge variety of Vino Verdes. I'm yeah. more than happy to just go stock up. Are you? <laughs> Are you so? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. Right. No one else is here for it. You know what? I'm going to have my own rogue episode. <laughs> I love it. It's I a rogue episode. It. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yes. Um, but so, anyway, so we figured it would actually be kind of hard to find a bunch of different wines. A bunch of different vino. A bunch of different vino verdes. Um, so we opened it up to Portuguese wine. Originally, I was like, let's do white Portuguese wine. And then I realized... That'll also be hard to find because Portuguese wine is just now coming to the market here in the U.S. We're just starting Mm -hmm. to explore it even more, even though they've had a history of being in the winemaking business for over 4,000 years. So the Phoenicians from Tunisia first started bringing vines over to Portugal. And that's how their wine making started. But they kind of did it in their own little bubble. So their varietals that they have are very much unique to their area. Um, and they also do have a classification system. So they have the, like a DOC. So it's Denominação de Origem Controlada. Um, and that's encompassing 31 regions and they have Vino Regional. Uh, and so this has less restrictions or like less requirements for the grapes to adhere to than the DOC. That's 14 areas. And they have Vino, which is just wine. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I don't have a bunch of other facts. Does anyone else? Well, they were first known for their port. That's what made them famous. Yep. Yes. Yes. So not necessarily Vino Verde in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's sorry. Fair. I'm yeah. sorry. You know, it's fine. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that port comes there. I love port too, actually. So I brought really port. Good. port. So we'll see. Brulee. Yeah. I can't say that I've ever had port before, so I'm excited to try it. Good. Ooh, yeah, this will be good. And so they they came up with port because they were looking to transport port the (laughs) wine (laughs) and keep it good. So they added liquor to it to keep the wine good while they were traveling through Portugal, and that's how they came up with port. And then people Mm. decided that they really liked fortified wine, and now we have a bunch of fortified wines all over the world. Yes. Look at these trendsetters. And even Madeira is a fortified wine, which is also from Portugal. Isn't grape? Yeah. And then you find that a lot growing in um, southern Spain, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because that, I think it's where they're closest is where it's grown. Because, as far as in the south of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think also Oporto, the city, is kind of where they came up with the name Port. Oh, port from I feel good about that. Porto? At least that was what I was yeah. gathering from yes. researching some of it. Yeah. So, so yeah. some of the wines that I brought come from the Douro region. Yes. And the, I think it's the Douro River um, runs right next to port, yeah. Porto. Oh, Porto. Mm. Porto. Oh, yeah, it does. Yes. Porto's yep. right on the coast because it's a <clears> port. <throat> <laughs> <laughs> the pun for the night Yep. will be port. port. <laughs> yes. Drink every time we say port. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. here we go. Bottoms up. Um, Bottoms up, y'all. But yeah, so they have uh, a few major areas. Um, like the Vino Verde area is up in Praga or um, Minha. And then they have Dao, Douro, Beira Interior, Tejo, Alan, Tejo, Algarve, Algarve Setubala, 
and Lisboa. So mm-hmm. that's fun. And another awesome, awesome fact about um, Portugal and Portuguese wine is that it is quite affordable. It's very Wednesday wine friendly. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. So I like it. That's a plus. Yeah, it's a huge plus. So um, without further ado, I think we should just go ahead and taste. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. It's been a date. Yep. So the first two are mine, and you guessed it. Yes, I did bring Gazella. <laughs> um, and uh, it is out of the Vino Verde region, which is a DOC. So it's very strict, which is great. So Vino Verde um, is usually under $11, usually around eight or nine dollars and so today i brought the white vino verde and then i also brought the rosé vino verde just to compare the two in case we never get to do um an actual vino verde podcast so uh the tasting notes are that it's light in color it has a slight fizz um the flavors are fresh citrusy tropical fruit it has stimulating acidity um (laughs) And the ele- in the end product is an elegant, versatile, and very attractive wine. Alcohol percent is nine percent, mm. and price is seven ninety nine. So it is a great porch pounder. I <laughs> my family has been known to put it in fun bottles and take it to places like the beach or the pool. Oh, we've never mm-hmm. taken it to a movie theater and then had the water bottle or fun bottle explode in someone's purse and create a mess. What? Never? Never. <laughs> never. Never. Never, never seen would we ever, but maybe you should never do that. <laughs> it sounds oddly mm, you specific. Can, yeah. You can do it with <clears throat> other wines, though, that don't have effervescence. Yes, that is what I recommend. If you take anything away from this episode, yes, don't make uh, fun bottles full of effervescent wine. So this one is not effervescent. Maybe it's been sitting for too long. I think, long. yeah, I was going to say, I think. It I caught a little bit of it. Oh, I'm not getting any ten. of it. It's, yeah, I, I get that just slight tingle on my tongue mm-hmm. but usually there's not i can see the, beads of it the in thing the glass about too. vino verde though is it's effervescence it's not bubbles like champagne or sparkling wine. right so mm-hmm. and i do feel if it sits long enough it does go away mm-hmm. so yeah do you remember the riesling <coughs> podcast where mm-hmm. we got those slight tingles i yep. think it's like a turnip of the slight riesling tingles. right i would agree yep. yeah mm-hmm. but um I mean, I guess what you really get is a lot of acidity and citrus on here, like kiwi, starfruit. I was getting some melon, but mm. I'm again a novice taster. So I'm getting, I'm getting, getting cuties. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Oh, okay. Little mandarin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm getting lime. Okay. Like for me, it's a pithy lime. Mm. <gasps> Hashtag pithy. <laughs> you do need to just that needs to trend. It needs mm-hmm. to trend. Um, so in Vino Verde, it's actually a whole bunch of different grapes that it can be. Um, so I'm going to go through and list every single one of these grapes because I can. <laughs> um, so it's Alvarino, which we also know as Alvarino, Arinto, Aveso, Azal, Lorero, Trajadora, Espadero, Padero, and Vinhao. <laughs> Vinhao. Wow. It's the <laughs> NH. A with the tilde mm-hmm. over the A and the O. So like the NHA and mm-hmm. the NHO is very much a Portuguese thing. So yeah. Tis so. Yep. I'm just going to finish this. I finished mine. It's quite nice. It smelled pretty earthy to me as well. 
oh, like that. Interesting. So I have never actually had the rosé vino verde. I have not ever had one either. So I am pretty excited. Um, this one is actually nine ninety nine, and the alcohol percent is um, nine point five. And the tasting notes are almost the same as the white vino verde, but then you add in, they said strawberries yep. and even some bananas go in there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I think oh. it's going to be super fun. Um, Definitely more effervescent. And I think it's because mm-hmm. it was just poured, but oh, yeah. Yeah. That yeah I out. get all the effervescence. I, wasn't, I honestly wasn't getting any of it in the last... But really? it did sit for, yeah, it felt very flat to me. Oh my gosh. It's so <clears throat> different on the nose. I feel like <clears throat> yeah. it, it, it smells like, um, oh my God, what's the red sparkling, uh, bar, the red sparkling wine. Lambrusco. 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 Thanks, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> I nice. get a hint of that like banana smell from the Lambrusco. Mm. Yeah, just a little bit. Smells like mm-hmm. opening a bag of freeze-dried strawberries to me. Yeah, I can yeah. see that too. Like a fancy smoothie smell. Yeah, I actually I feel, feel like I'm um, smelling the. Maybe it's because I hang out with kids all the time, but um, the strawberry banana yogurt. <laughs> You'll play. Mm-hmm. That's what, and that's the like Lambrusco, or even um. You remember the Beaujolais? Yeah, the Beaujolais the, or Beaujolais. Yeah, that's exactly that what I was, was gonna say. Straight up, yogurt. it kind of hits like a bo- a little bit like the Beaujolais hit mixed with the Vino Verde. Mm-hmm. Tiffany's making a face. <clears throat> the finish for me is like children's Tylenol, the mm. liquid stuff. Oh, cherry it's or grape? It's very cherry. Mm. <laughs> but it it's not I it it's not pleasant. It's a little bitter. It yeah. There's something medicinal at the end there that just lays on my tongue. I would agree with that. I'm not impressed with this, yeah. and I'm glad that I got to try it. I will never purchase again. <gasps> yeah. I Wow. I'm surprised. Whoa. But at the same time, you're sticking with what you love the most, and mm-hmm. it's regular vino verde. Yep. And I'm even going to go so far that. as oh, You're pouring dump. it out. I pour what? it out. I dumped. Yeah, I know. I basically never do that. Wow. Never. But... <clears throat> I have more vino verde than I can drink. <laughs> oh, don't ever say that. What? That more than you can drink? Come no, on. I have more that I can drink. Oh, I don't I have more said, than I can drink. That's what, what I thought you said. I was like, what is happening? Never. The world is this ending. Is blasphemy. No, I really, I don't Impossible. think I could ever have enough vino verde. If, if they were like, you only got five different wines to drink the rest of your life, vino verde would be in the top easily. I would mm-hmm. not doubt it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Along with Barbera. Yeah. Yeah. Barbera. <laughs> Barbera Dalbo would definitely be up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Sweet. I was just about to ask which one this was, but it's the one that I brought. Yeah. I was so, like, yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Introduce us to your wine. Um, Can I see the bottle, please? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, it's over there. Oh, oh. okay. Um, let me introduce this third one here. We have the Vinha do. Caista Ribera. Um, it's a white from the Douro region, 2019. And couldn't find a whole lot of information about this, but I thought I would read the label. Seems pretty informational. 
um, named for one of the most renowned streets in the city of Porto, elected by Conde Nast Travelers as one of the 31 streets in the world to walk before you die. Caís da Ribeira Douro White is a fresh and aromatic wine with citrus notes, perfect to pair with appetizers and salads, or even to have on its own. I am really intrigued by this one place you must walk before you die. Yeah. Did you say top 30? Top 31? 31. So I'm <laughs> assuming to this walk is before you die. 30, the 31st, because if you were like <laughs> top be. 30, you'd be like top 30. Yeah. That's an interesting statement. Anyways, what's the alcohol percent? 12.5. Ooh. Price? 9.99. Okay. Okay. Affordable. And where did you purchase it? I got this at Toto Wine and More. Okay. I don't know how I mm. This is a I have never I, I've never Whoa. had anything like this before, I don't think. <clears throat> it's got some very interesting The smell got me right away. What did it smell like? I just I don't know. I almost get a little bit of soap in there. I was going to say, it's a, a floral soap. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. It's the floral, probably. This is a scent. <laughs> Not a great start. <laughs> what is this? And like, I feel like I'm getting concentrated cherry NyQuil or something in there. This is intriguing. This is a, I, I'm not sure where to begin. I feel like we're all a little stumped. Mm. I got like a little alcohol burn from it. Yeah, it's not. I sorry, Sam. I this may not be my favorite. Yeah, I I came here to talk about wine, not to bring the favorite. But (laughs) if I bring the favorite, that is a plus. You know, I have only once ever brought a favorite, so it's fine. (laughs) I just find it so interesting. You guys are realizing that you don't like it right away, and I kind of need to like drink more of it to realize what I don't like. So That's okay. I might finish. Yeah. You, you finish. do you boo. Yeah. There's no <laughs> there's no right or wrong. Maybe it's a bit of tar on the nose. I think it's tar. Is that what it is? Is that what you want to drink? No, but there are some <laughs> whites out there that do have that tar. Yeah. I feel like you do get some like acidity or citrus on the very end of it. I just don't think I'd walk down the 31st most walkable street drinking this. No. Or whatever. I, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I Like if I were walking down the street and I was going to die on that street because it's the 31st street that you must see before you die, I'd be very upset that this is my last glass of wine. You'll have, <laughs> you'll just have the vino verde in your hand. Not I would have the bottle in my hand if I knew I was about to die. <laughs> oh my God. I just envisioned it. <laughs> this drunken stupor walking down the <laughs> street with her vino verde. Oh dear. <laughs> Sloppy drunk. <laughs> Stumbling. <laughs> oh, gee. Help me. I feel like I was trying to impersonate. Um, what's that one character on um, The Simpsons? The one that's oh. drunk. Is his name Barney? Yeah. Yeah. And he's always drunk, right? Yeah. Okay. I think in one episode you like see him sober. Sorry, that was a little bit heavy. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I wasn't quite watching what I was doing. Hopefully this is a So, you know good what one. that the wine that we just had, it reminded me of um the whites that we get in Tunisia a lot. Mm. Where they've got this like kind of sweet floral with like a hint of acidity that makes me feel like, "Well, maybe it was good." And then I get another drink and I'm like, "No, it wasn't good." 
You remember what good wine was. <laughs> and it's not this. It's or sorry, this. you remember what wine that you prefer was. <laughs> because this could be to someone else's liking. I don't want to like, I don't want to crap on something that someone loves. I think maybe that's why they left it vague on the label because they didn't know what was going on. They, just, <laughs> they were like, this is just be. really fresh and there yeah. could be some citrus. It is from a DOC region too, DOC Bronco. All right. Mm. That's interesting. I'm going to have to look at these 31 streets. Maybe we'll post a link to it. We'll put it in our in our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Condé Nast Traveler. If I can do an asterisk moment really quickly. Please do. Um, I'm going to apologize to the listeners just because if you live in the South, you know right now we are going through like the pollen Oh my apocalypse. apocalypse. Like it's <laughs> everywhere. So yes. I'm a little scratchy if I'm clearing my throat. It is all allergies. Yeah. And I apologize for that. There is a dusting of pollen everywhere. everywhere. Yep. I took my one a day allergy twice today <laughs> <laughs> already. So I apologize. I had one, no idea this there. was a thing. Yeah. Oh, oh so I didn't terrible. live here at this point last year. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. So when I came out and saw like foam. Thank you. Green, like <laughs> junk everywhere. Yeah. I was yeah. like, must be pollen, but no one prepared me for this. And I love yes. how it just sits in the puddles. Yeah. After uh, it rains. It, just it rained like, so <sighs> much yesterday. And then. Yeah. My, came my, back. Came yeah, back today. Came out. It was all over everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So super fun. So anyway, just okay. thought I would preface why I sound <laughs> so terrible. All right. This one is mine. This is. Ripigara, and I'm going to slaughter this. Raparica. Slaughter it. Raparica. Um, It is a white. Um, In my very fast trying to find out about it, um, (laughs) (laughs) I literally got this bottle. Somebody was kind enough to share with me one of her four. (laughs) Gee, I wonder who it is who can't walk into a wine store without walking out with at least twice as much wine as she planned. Yep. Mm -hmm. I should come with you more often. Honestly, I I actually put back a bottle, but then got two bottles to replace that bottle. Oh <laughs> I know. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. Um, this is, um, let's see. Hold on. I just saw it. Um, this is a dry white, um, slightly sweet, they say. It's crisp, refreshing. Um, it has a honey color. It... I don't know. They, they don't really give a lot. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's that's not like they're keeping secrets in Portugal. Yeah. They're not sharing a I lot. I would say it's not I, like if you when someone says honey color, I expect to see like oaked Chardonnay color. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah. I say this is like it's unoaked. <clears throat> Sauve Blanc color, like a darker Sauve Blanc. Yeah. The previous ones, the previous, <clears throat> the Cais G. Ribera or. Yeah. That mm-hmm. one that looked like a Pinot Grigio. Yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, yeah. They they don't really give a whole lot. So, bottoms up, bottoms <laughs> up, ladies. Surprise! Okay, you get some citrus on the nose, a little bit of minerality. I'm getting straight up minerality. I get mm. pepper. No, okay, I'm crazy. It's fine. Like black pepper or green peppers. Like fresh cracked black pepper. If you stick your nose really in, this is really and interesting. Really taste. with it. Just How is it an interesting taste? Taste it. <laughs> <laughs> no, not liking it. I don't not like it. I like it better than the previous. Yes. 
<laughs> I do like I it more than... Wow, that's so soft on the tongue. Yeah. That's I don't think so Tiffany crazy. cares for it. The faces. I enjoy this. I feel like I get more of the cracked pepper, but none of the actual spice, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I don't mind this one. Everyone's just going to have to buy it to find out for themselves. It's got some pretty good legs. Oh, yeah. I didn't oh, yeah. Say What's the percentage? The percentage on this one is... 13? 13%. Oh. Spot on. Wow. You know, the longer yeah, it sits on my legs. tongue, the less I like it, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying, I like you. Just kidding. The longer you hang around, the more I dislike you. Hey, I've had people like that before. <laughs> <laughs> the longer I look at you, the less appealing. Yeah. Mm. Reminds me of a date I once had, like, more than a decade ago, obviously. And we were on a ski lift. And... We were doing the full moon lift ride up in like Sundance mm. in Utah. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was romantic and whatnot. It did not end well. I ended up <sighs> calling friends to come pick me up. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was terrible. Did you fake an emergency? No, I just said I wasn't going to go home with him. Like Perfect. I was like, Perfect. You you're know. like, I can't drive back down the valley with you. It's no, too I cannot much. stand like 30 minutes in the car <sighs> with you. Yeah, wow. I was like, I'll see you later. I had friends who worked in Sundance, so they ended up just, I hung out oh, there until good. they got oh, off shift. That's good. I was yeah. like imagining you waiting in Sundance for someone to like putter on up and then. That would not have been a terrible place to hang out. Like That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. I like it. Yeah. Tiffany? This tastes <clears throat> like the actual skin of a star, of a star fruit. Oh. Like it's it just. A little tiny bit off-putting. Like, I'm not getting the fruit part of it. I'm just getting the skin. Never had a star fruit. Oh, like there's like, something like <laughs> a almost star fruit. Well, I, I don't <laughs> want to say it. It is somewhat bitter, but it's sour at the same time. If that makes, you know, like it's, it's not tart. It's not, it's just bitter slash sour. And then mm-hmm. I get the pep, like when you say pepper, I get like this spicy finish that just sits on my tongue and that's what I don't like because then it mixes with that bitter mm-hmm. I don't I it's interesting this is an interesting one I would say it's not my absolute favorite I no. liked it I think it's a really interesting white I don't think I've had anything quite like it before no yeah no I can't say that I've had anything like it before Mm-mm. almost like um a give me your cup <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. She couldn't place it. She's like, a, um, uh. It was literally like, as I was moving my hand to grab it, like, your your face was moving, and I was sorry. like. I'm sorry. It was great. It was so, so, speaking of wine glasses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have. Shots Fiesel is what we're drinking out of mm. this evening. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes, really like their glasses. Wow. And oh, the collection shit. that we're using is called Pure. Ooh, it's really yes. quite lovely. Case anybody cares, I care. I, care. I from, actually googled it <laughs> from my very tiny library of wine taste memory. I would say that that last one reminds me of like a Fumé Blanc. Mm. Damn, Sam, calling or, it out, or like a Sauvignon Blanc, or I don't know. I thought they would kind of be. I don't have the memory to the say same. that it's unlike so something I've ever tried before. I don't know. Fumé Blanc, Sauvignon Blanc, considered somewhat 
somewhat the same. So the grapes in that one are um, Antal Vaz, Rupero, and Arinto. Um, hmm. And I think the Arinto is used in the Vino Verde, but I'd be interested to see what Antal Vaz and Rupero are like. Um, but it's all, it's, so this, so the Ripperiga is from the second highest DOC in um, Portugal. DOC meaning what? Um, Dinamonosau control the Georgium. So it's. Um, Translated. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it like a. It's like controlled, controlled region of oh, origin. Okay. Mm hmm. It's so every country has their own classification system for where they want to put the varietals into. And like in order to be able to say that you are this specific varietal and you meet certain quality standards, then you can fit into a label of a DOC. Mm, oh, OK. Yep. So like a standard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. OK. All right. Next wine. It's mine. Wow. This We're on is, to reds now. We're on to the reds. We have moved away from the whites. Um, this is um, locations. P is for Portugal. Um, I, can I just say, I have always wanted to try one of the location wines. I've never tried one before. Oh, see, and I didn't even know it was a thing. So um, this one is, so, and if you're curious, the locations wines, um, on each one, it has a giant, like, letter so you'll have uh there's p is for portugal there's s is for spain ca for california uh -huh. and that's all that's on the label um it'll generally have like the flag mm -hmm. on one side like a part of the flag on one side of it um kind of cool um so this one they everywhere i read said that you should leave it and let it open um for at least an hour before drinking wow. it so i opened this up a couple hours ago just to kind of just let it breathe. Um, so they say the bouquet is filled with dark berry fruit and spice. Um, and tasting reveals um, lots of rich fruit flavor. Um, it's smooth, pleasing, pleasing mouthful. <laughs> um, the person that reviewed this said that they wouldn't have necessarily put this as a Portuguese wine. Um, but it's not. It's not. He said it's pretty darn good. Some nice earthy streaks uh, lead into the dry, lasting finish, which also features a touch of dark chocolate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> this I, uh... is really fascinating. Oh, and I also went over the budget Whoa. of- Candice! This is $20. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yep. Like I said. <laughs> and have always said. Yes. The average oh, bottle right. price that people buy is $20. Really I really, insane. I am enjoying this, and it's, I don't know that I would sit and drink, like, you know, a glass is nice. I get a lot of star anise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of, get, like, black licorice and really dark chocolate. This is really incredible. And I think the tannins are just right with all of that, because it's, it's got, they're sharp, but they're not unbearable. Right. Like my lips aren't curling back. Also, it's 15% ABV for anyone curious. Wow. What the heck? It's really, I mean, it's very. There it is. It's a treat, I yeah. think. I like it. I mean, it's, I, like I said, I don't know that I'd be able to have more than one glass at one time. 
I would need something to go with it if I were yeah. to even yeah. try and drink more I than one. Know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'd it would eat. pair really well with um, a, a chocolate dessert. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Yasmin likes it. I um, I feel like I get hit with rubbing alcohol on hmm. the nose. And I think it just might be, I'm very sensitive to licorice, mm. so it almost smells mm, kind of like Jägermeister yeah. mm. to me. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I see that. Not a huge fan of Jaeger. Yeah. Oh, we could talk <laughs> about that for a whole other podcast if you want to. <laughs> but it also has this hard to place taste on the end of it that I just don't know how to explain. And I'm just also not a fan of that situation. That's fair. I can't pick up the dark chocolate at all, but I'm getting the spice. You don't have to. It's just a suggestion. I feel like it's almost a stale milk chocolate. Oh. Ew. Okay. I don't know that I've ever had stale milk chocolate. You know, chocolate. desperate times. <laughs> <laughs> wow. When you need your chocolate. I guess. You need your chocolate. I guess so. <laughs> All right. This next one is not mine. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't. I did not like the last one. If I'm being honest, I'm not really a whole like spicy person. Yeah, I'm not either. At least spice in my wines. But yeah. I'm glad I finally got to taste one of the like Pius of Portugal S's for Spain places. Yeah, one of the locations wines. Mm-hmm. NZ is for New Zealand. Is another mm-hmm. one that's out oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I'm curious. Oh, okay. My next shining moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I really like the color on this. Um, this is a Quinta das Carvalhas Doro Tinto 2015. Um, with the tinto meaning red in Portuguese. Um, I got a lot of information about this one, but I won't go overboard. Um this is 60% Torriga Nacional um, varietal, 20% Torriga Franca, and 20% Tinta Roris, um, which is very closely associated with Tempranillo. Um, yeah, so the majority of this is of this red blend is Torriga Nacional, and that one is. Mm. Do you mean to do the, the wine folly notes? Yeah. Uh, Torriga Nacional has violet, blueberry, plum, mint, and wet slate. And I feel like I'm getting the mint on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. is crazy. I don't think I've ever picked up mint, mint on a wine. Yeah. <clears throat> and oh. it's funny. Yeah. I just used mint at dinner this evening. And mm-hmm. so I'm really picking it up. Just yeah. and I think because it's just in on my palate as well as still in my nose from when I w- chopped it up. Mm. Oh, so on so the last one this actually would have complimented dinner. I'm mm. gonna say it was more yeah. like a brownish red, and this one's more like a deep garnet red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one's really beautiful. This and is this really nice. good. I like I I like this one a lot better than the previous one. Yeah. The food pairings that is recommended with um, with this red blend is like rich fatty foods. Mm. So definitely would have paired with your your lamb. Um, but yeah, so 
coming from the northwest region of Portugal, um, the Tarriga Nacional really contributes to like high tannin reds and it's starting to be used a lot more in red blends, but it's really primarily known for being used in port. This is really good. Yeah, I really like this one. Mm -hmm. It's not overbearing. It's smooth. Hmm. Very easy to drink. I will say it does kind of have high tannins on the end, but it's not like killing you tannins. No. No. It's Um, not like California cab tannins. Yeah. (laughs) That's, yep, it's exactly, it's Mm -hmm. not like that at all. But it's good. I enjoy this. I would... I would be happy if I ordered this not knowing exactly what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> That's really delicious. Cool. Yes. Glad this is yeah. more of a pleaser than, than the white. Yeah. <laughs> and how much was it in the alcohol uh, percent? Fourteen ninety nine. So mm-hmm. right on oh. the brink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we just, did you tell us what the ABV on it was? Um, 14%. Man. I would like to insert my standard rant on high point wines these days. I think, I swear you're only, you're comparing it all against the Vino Verde. I probably am because (laughs) I basically just. I think Vino Verde (laughs) and Lambrusco have been the only two wines that have been, that have fit this threshold that you've set. No, weren't Rieslings also low because they haven't converted as much sugar to alcohol, so they weren't as high as well. They were still over, they were like 12 and 13%. That's true. Yeah. Somebody needs to let us know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to Google it. People, write in. So what are, are you, it's not new. Is that what you're, you're right. And I honestly think it is exactly what Candace is yeah. saying, is that Vino Verde has been my family's go-to wine. Oh, okay. And I'm just so okay. used to it because it's lower point. It's usually under 10%, sometimes even around like 7 or 8% sure. alcohol. Sure. So I think I'm just really, I just. What do you have against it? I don't, I, what I have against it is that I'm kind of a lightweight. <laughs> so I love the taste of wine. But I don't like the fact that it has alcohol in it, which makes me feel kind of like crap the next day. And then like sometimes I get tired while drinking it. I would love to just drink wine like <laughs> That's juice like and not have the human any condition the alcohol of drinking wine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but so like I would love I would love good wine that didn't have alcohol in it because I don't drink it. There to is like, no such thing. No. Literally. I know. I tried. So, once. Yeah. Masterclass and Wine Folly say that the average uh, wine is between... 12 and 14 percent mm, really <laughs> so yes we can stop with everything about like it's not so high it's, she's rolling her it's eyes average <laughs> sorry it's like we're gonna put this to rest okay i will <laughs> never get upset about this again <laughs> you will I will. yeah i will you're yeah, going fine. to in about 30 seconds here yeah candace are you still pouring or yeah, am i okay. i am so <clears throat> now it is Tiffany's turn with the port. <laughs> and so this is going to blow your mind, Yasmin. TTWP. <gasps> they. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that was <laughs> did you snort? I did. I sometimes. Sorry. Corn with pork. So the ABV on the next two that we'll be tasting, Yasmin, is 19%. Oh, my goodness. And I will say when you first said port, I was like, oh, man, 40%. 19% doesn't seem so bad in comparison. Yeah. No, this isn't liquor, liquor. This is just a different. It's just a different way that they um, make it, essentially. So um, we're starting off both. Actually, both of the of these ports, and I'll just say, are from the same um, winery, Dow's D O W apostrophe S. The first one we'll taste is fine ruby port, and the second one is a fine tawny port or Porto, as it says on the label. Um, Dow's has got some history, so I'll get to that in a little bit because there's something really funny that, well, I shouldn't say funny, but daring and amazing way back when that I would like to talk about. Um, And it's a family thing, but of of the owners. Um, So Ruby, the Ruby Port, I'll just start off here. Um, Winemaker notes, it offers a great entry level port for the shopper looking for a value, which this was fourteen ninety nine. Oh my god! Really? So it was not terrible. Yeah, that's amazing. But they have a ton that go up, of course. I thought port was usually forty to eighty dollars. It, it it can be, and usually, wow. you know, if the those really that are connoisseurs and those that look for a very good port, but for the price, these are not terrible. I have had them before. Um, it's a Bright raspberry and cherry flavor that marries well with cocoa powder and mineral notes with a very mm. dry finish at the end, which is a characteristic of Dow Ports. Sam mm. does not like it. Oh, no. Oh. I hadn't even tried it yet. Oh, you I'm just worried about a, the dry mouth. Oh, okay. A drier finish, not dry mouth. Oh, <laughs> drier. drier. <laughs> Make it sound a little bit more funny. Yeah. No. <clears throat> dry finish. Um, so Dow's Ruby is bottled and ready to drink after an average of three years of cask aging. It has a tea cap closure, which is like a cork with a topper on it. So Mm -hmm. you don't have to cork it like wine. Um, and it will stay fresh after you've opened it in your refrigerator or in a dark dry spot for six months. Wow. So you get all of your $14.99 out of it. You really do. Yeah. Um, so these are very delicious with creamy blue cheeses or dark chocolate. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. I wouldn't mind some blue cheese with and this. And usually ports are served with cheese after dinner. Mm-hmm. That's kind of your dessert. Like if you look on dessert menus, they'll right. say, you know, mm-hmm. cheese board, and then they will pair it with a port. And so yeah. usually it's the sweet with that kind of, you know, pungent sourness yeah. of the blue cheese that makes it a good pairing. I usually, so. uh, we usually drink port with creme brulee, and now I feel like a total dunce because when I was on my hunt for mm-hmm. our bread for our palate cleansers, they had creme brulee macaron, and I was like, oh, those sound good, but then I didn't get them, and now, now I was you like, wish you had. gosh darn it, I should have gotten them, <laughs> but I do have these macaron shards that don't taste like creme brulee. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. So there's that. There is that. So um, I'm curious to know your thoughts. I I like it. I like the smell of it. It's it's inviting mm-hmm. for me. I feel like it's a hug in my mouth. Yes. Because it doesn't finish in a weird way. It just kind of all sits there as this medley of fruit. 
So I will say I have had um, some of the higher price point ports. Mm-hmm. And this is, I feel like it's a really weird statement, but I I feel like I can tell this is not a high price point sure. port. Well, it's not aged as long. It's not as no. smooth yes. as no. a regular point as a mm-hmm. port. It's no. usually, it's a bit more choppier than that. Um, really? I feel like I get a mm-hmm. bit of like the alcohol or rubbing alcohol in the nose. And I don't know why I've been calling <clears throat> rubbing alcohol all night. It's usually it's acetone. Rubbing, so allergy. Here's, yeah. something. Well, <laughs> rubbing, here's something new. Rubbing alcohol kind of burns the nose a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And I feel like my nose has been a little burnt by a few. I can, I can get that. And I think I, it'll probably burn off the longer it sits in your glass. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. usually that's something that just kind of blows off. Did you say the notes already on this? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm picking Do up. Do you want me to? I'm picking up dates. A lot of. I can totally see that. I feel like I've got a little licorice in there. Oh, that's an interesting black licorice in there. I'm kind of just like grimacing when I smell it and grimacing when I taste it because it's like so sweet. Like that's very I know on purpose, but yeah. So it is considered a dessert wine. Not normal for what I'm used to. Yeah. It's not something it these aren't porch pounders. No. Unless (laughs) unless you are like these are porch sippers. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. These so are, yeah. what's the, and this, it might just be how they decide to call it, but what's the difference between barrel aging and cask aging? That's like my number one question right now. So, um, um, is it that like, well, are casks smaller than barrels? Yes. Okay. Is that the only difference then? <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank great. you. Yes. Because the cask is, um, oh, don't they put Chiantis in casks or something? And then it's, but I can't imagine using a lot of small casks to make such a large quantity of port versus using barrels to make large quantities of wine. I feel like I'm really overthinking it right now. You probably are. Yeah. (laughs) That's fair. I just lost my internet. No, no, not the internet. Sorry, our internet's been really funky lately. Okay, this one's much <clears> lighter <throat> in color, though. It is. The other one was a very deep, dark garnet. This one's a very <laughs> cherry red. <laughs> yeah, red, red, red. Oh, it's um, and it's really clear, actually. It yeah. is. Yeah, the other one you couldn't really see through. Yeah, it was very. This is very light. Oh, I haven't tasted it yet. Sorry. I'm having some technical difficulties. If you'll give me a moment. I get, um, um, you know, those uh, old school strawberry hard candies that came in the wrapper that looked like a strawberry. Oh, yeah, totally. That's what it smells like to me. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Man. There were these little candies. My mom used to work at this really, like, it was a locally owned gourmet shop mm-hmm. and so they had all the fancy cookware and all the they even had yadro statues like all the fancy things and um they had a place where you could get bulk candy and so they were in those cute little first first time acrylic like cool things where you'd open up a little thing with your little tiny scoop and oh, put yeah. it in the little tiny bags because everything was a, a million bin. dollars yeah, but everything, you know, the bags were like you got three pieces because it was a million dollars per ounce or whatever. 
And so they had some that were strawberry flavored, but they were somewhat hard on the outside. And when you bit into the middle, mm. it was soft. It No, it or had like a jelly. chocolate, a dark oh. chocolate center with Whoa. a strawberry syrup in the middle. Oh, wow. And that's what it reminds me of because mm-hmm. it had that almost alcoholic yeah. kind of taste yeah. to it. I will say this one um, burns. Yeah. I am yeah. not, I'm not a fan of this one. I feel like it's even choppier than the first one. Really? Yeah. Okay. I just, I feel like it's the ne'er-do-well cousin of what we just <laughs> drink. Okay. So, see, this one I would prefer over the other one, just because I feel it's a little, it's got a little more layer to it. So, this one is three-year-old blend aged in small oak casks. The other, and so I finally got my internet back, so excuse me one second. Um, The ruby red is aged in seasoned oak casks, casks for an average of three years. So is that the difference between the two? Yeah. And so I think this one is younger usually because I don't think they make it the full three years all the time. Mm -hmm. So I said this one was $14.99. The Tawny is $16.99. So I think there's a little bit of also a value difference in them. So I liked the more expensive one. So. (laughs) Yasmin? Always and forever. No, this one is the most expensive. This is the... The Tawny is. Oh, this is the Tawny. Oh, never mind. This one is the cheap one. Sorry. I preferred that one. They lesser in price than the other one. Buy two bucks. (laughs) (laughs) The the more economical version. I prefer economics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not... I mean... I like the I like the Tawny, I think. Mm. Anyway, now that I have my... um, Internet back. May I please just say this one little yes, bit of please. history that I think is yep. fascinating? Well, TWP. Hi. <laughs> okay. TWP. Okay. Here we go. Um. So, uh, the whole. If you ever want to look up the hit, the history of this family is actually fascinating. As I was reading it, I thought I want to read the whole thing, but it would take another twenty-five minutes, and we don't have that time. <laughs> um. So I would look it up. It's Dow's hyphen port.com d-o-w-s hyphen p-o-r-t.com and it's kind of cool anyway um in 1798 bruno da silva a portuguese merchant from oporto made his journey which was the opposite to that of all the british merchants at the time and he ended up in london he began importing wine from portugal and he married an english woman and became kind of a high society guy, rapidly like assimilated, um, and was known for his business acumen. Um, then there was an outbreak of the um, Napoleonic Wars, which put his business in jeopardy in Portugal. And so he applied for, and this is what I find fascinating. Somebody else may go, that's weird. I don't get it. But he applied for letters of marquee which means royal assent to equip a merchant ship with guns. And he did that to secure a safe passage of his port from Oporto to Bristol and then to London. He became the first and only port company to transport cargo of casks under this armed protection um, all across the treacherous Bay of Biscay. Um, And I just thought it was very fascinating because 
all of the other businesses actually saw their sales completely dwindle because they ran out of inventory. Oh, wow. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. But that now I know why he was known for his business acumen. Yeah. And kind of cool that he actually was awarded that particular letter of Marquet. That was some so. amazing foresight on his On his part, totally, part. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but it goes on and on and on. It talks about the rest of the family and where they are now and all of the things. But it is fascinating. Anyway, all right. that's all I had to say about that. Oh, okay. thank you for sharing. Mm, I like it. history. <laughs> Never heard anybody. No. No. Nope. Especially about wine. Right. <laughs> that's true. That's why we're here. Very much. Well, on that note... What's everyone feeling for their last pour? This is going to be a tough one for oh, me. Man. Um, um, it's not tough <clears throat> for me. <laughs> I have a feeling. I could right like just read her mind before she reaches out. Fair day. It's been a. It's been um, probably nine months since I've had Gazella. I've been buying other Vino Verdes just to try them, and so I've just been really missing. It reminds me of home. It reminds me of family. It reminds me of like. Us hanging out Aww. in the summer on the deck. It's it. got a huge sentimental. Sure. Oh, yeah. man. It makes it all. Gotta and love that sentimental They value. changed their bottle um, a few oh, years dear. ago. It used to be a really cool bottle where it had these nice pictures on it. And one of them was like the eye of a peacock feather. It was really cool. Oh. I'm not a super huge fan of their new bottle design, but. They're trying to be edgy and You're a trendy. true. <clears throat> true fan if you know the right. history of their labels <laughs> and you can judge which one you like better yes right. yeah so yep. yasmin's going in for her vino verde yeah oh and i'll do yasmin pours because i'm generous oh um, thanks who wants what next i Tiffany? think i'm gonna go for the red that sam brought Ooh, hey. that was a good choice yeah yeah okay Carvajas. yes Sam. Thank you. That is a beautiful color. So dark. It is. Interestingly enough, I'm stuck between both of the ones that you picked, which is like opposite. I don't let me let me think about Oh, it. okay. Candace? I don't want any of them. Oh, whoa. Oh. Okay. I didn't like <gasps> any of them. Oh. Don't go to Portugal. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. Don't I'm, let that street be your, your last one that you walk. Yeah, that should not that be 31st, the 31st street of your life. I think this is the first time where I'm like dreading my last pour. Ooh, oh, my God. Don't dread it. Why would I yeah. want to be on here? You're the one you were, dread the most. They were okay, but I just, I don't want to drink any more of them. They were good for the taste. Okay, your last your last pour is going to be liquid death then. Yes. All right. Yes, liquid death. Thank you. <laughs> not the spicy version, though. No, no, not the still version. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm going to go for the, the Vino Verde. <gasps> okay. Come to me. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> you might have a convert on your hands. Honestly, it's just, gosh, everything about it the price, the taste, slight effervescence. Mm. Can't go wrong. You really, I mean, I'm extraordinarily biased and obviously obsessed, so. <laughs> I used to drink it a lot by the pool. Yeah. And that was in my early 30s. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I overdrink it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm not a super fan anymore. I just. Um, that happens. Yeah. That's fair. They were, they were a lot of fun, uh, fun times, but there were some times that weren't so fun. 
Oh, so. the best of times. I know what we're doing. Exactly. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, on um, that note, yeah. Sam, thanks for joining us for Portugal night. Thanks. Yes, Sam. Yeah, of it course. Thanks for you. having me. Obrigada. 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 Saudi. Saudi. Saudi.